Hello everyone and welcome back to the Value Cafe with Esther Upone. I am your host Esther. You can call me the Value Ada. You can just stick to Esther. Thank you very much for joining the very first episode. I have been getting your feedback and I'm blown away by all the love and support. Thank you very much and I'm glad that you gained some value. Um, from my discussion with Kezi. So today, mm, we have another hot woman on the seat. <laughs> and she's going to be sharing our own story too, still on the same topic, um, on starting, quitting, and pivoting. So this is going to run for the whole month of May because why not? So anyway, I'm going to introduce my guest now. And... She's Chineye Adeleye. So I'm used to calling her Chineye Enzo. <laughs> but she's now Mrs. A. So we are going to adapt. One day we'll go see it. Okay, in case the name is very familiar to a lot of you, she is the founder of Volunteers Hub Africa. She is also a body businesswoman, mental health enthusiast, um, a joy curator. Fufu lover, everything, everything. <laughs> There's so many dimensions to her. So I'm going to hand over now and let her do the honors. So welcome to the show, Mrs. A or Chineye. Let me just speak Chineye. <laughs> so happy to be here. I feel really good. I really honored to be on this platform. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for um, agreeing to be here today and to share your story. So, I mentioned some of the things that you do already. And can you mention some of the other things and how it has been so far, the process, you know, getting into all this stuff and how you've been able to manage it all? Okay, so um, let, let me start by saying that when, when you when say, oh, you're a woman of many parts. So that's how I've always wanted to be. I didn't just want to stick with one thing. Like when I'm doing one thing alone, I just get bored and I'm like, what, what else can I do? And I'm like, as human beings, I don't feel that we are just made, made to be one thing. You know, we have that potential to be as many things as we want to be. It's just dependent on how far we want to go, you know. So um, for me, I've, I've always loved volunteering. So that's why I started Volunteers of Africa. You know, I just wanted to bring you together to to, to come volunteer and, you know, not understand the fact that it's not just about money. Sometimes it's about giving and make mm. sure that your community and society um, is benefiting from you. You know, when they say it's not just what, what can my country do for me? The question is, what can I also do for my country or my society or my community? So for, for me, that's what that, that one. Then I'm also someone that loves um, mental health um, discussions. I love to, you know, um, talk to people about the fact that you, you, yeah, there's so many bad things. There are so many bad things going around. So many reasons for you to be sad and depressed. But then you know you can always stand up and always show up despite whatever mm. you're going through. And you know I've had to speak at so many events. I've had to do one-on-ones. I've had to um, do interviews. I've had to be on TV. You know for this. Then I also love business. Even when I was in school, I was either selling one thing or that I love business because I love money, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, <Thank> I, 
<laughs> it made me d- um, delve into investment. Like last year, that was what I was on. I was learning about stocks. I was learning about shares. I was learning about crypto. I was learning about how to invest my money. Because I just I understood the fact that man, it's not just about making money. It's about keeping money. It's about multiplying money. Mm-hmm. So, that, funny thing is, I sat down and read all those things myself. Although right now I'm still tra- training for crypto, no. But then for stocks and shares, I sat down and I read and I learned that I made good money last year from that. Then I'm someone that also loved. I love to see beautiful spaces. So last year, when my, myself and my husband were dating, I was asking me, Chine, what do you want to do? This year was a new thing because he knows me. So, like, you know, what do you want to do this year? I told him that, see, I really want to do interiors. I really want to um, learn how to maybe, may not be for business, but maybe my own personal space. I want to make it really beautiful. And every time I, I check online and I see, I see prices of interior design. I'm like, hey, who can afford this? You know. So, we'll see. I'm going to learn this thing, whether I like it or not. But it was not it was not possible last year because number one the pandemic the classes that were supposed to hold were virtual and i didn't want virtual classes i actually want to be i wanted it to be physical so i'll see how they do it and hear from the other smart like physically how it's being done and all that so um that's how we we've talked about it and we thought i was joking but this year came and i'm like man see that and i told you last year i'm going to do this year i don't even want to know how you know and that's how i was able to start i started in february and within the few this few weeks months i've been able to you know start up something i've had my i've already i'm already working on my first um my first client and i can't even wait to be done because man i can't even see what i can create myself i have my first client on my second client is already on the way you know she... and I'm <laughs> because it's something that i wanted to always do you know so for me i just believe that as 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 it comes i'm always opening my my hands my hands to receive to learn because i just feel that life is all about learning you can never stop so anytime you see anything that interests you just go about it so it's for you to know which one you want to drop or which one you want to hold on to or which one you want to continue with like i don't i don't even see me dropping any, anything i'm doing i'm still volunteering i'm still managing my volunteers organization i'm still into mental health anytime i'm being called to speak on it i am always ready for financial mm-hmm. like what if i'm not invested what am i doing i'm like till till today i was still sitting down reading on my crypto investments mm-hmm. you know then so for me i just i just feel that like I just feel that as a human being, we don't we don't even know how long we're going to live, you know. We don't mm-hmm. know. So as long as we're, we're living, let's just keep learning and doing our bit till um God calls us home. It's not been easy oh, to manage all these things. Not me because at some point I was in nine to five, but it was not easy for me. I have to just leave. I'm like, oh see, let me just I just all I need there in my life is just to have to be sure that okay, I have a stable source of income that I will not need to bother anybody for money. I just need to show that okay, I'm doing this and this is bringing me money. I don't need to bother. Then I, I know that mm-hmm. I, can, I can do whatever I want to do, you know. So I realized that if I'm very, if I'm able to focus on investment and on my business, I can be able to get the money. Then I just close my eyes and you, my husband, was shocked. I ought to be able to 
um, choose my terms and decide what time I want to go for anything. This jumping up and up and down in Lagos cannot pay me. It's not easy. Eh? Ah, Lagos is even stress. May I call it the yes. stress capital of Nigeria? Oh. Nobody can yes. even tell me otherwise. Yes. Like anytime I have to be in Lagos, I tell my friends this a lot. I always have that stress ahead. So when oh, I get Lord. to Lagos, uh, it's like I'm unconsciously prepared for it because ah, come <laughs> on. So, um, you, you, it's interesting that you said you've never had to drop anything, like, and then you've been able to juggle it all together. And I also love the part where you said that you believe that everybody, you know, um, we don't know how long they are going to live and all that. So that that sort of reminds me of this, you know, um, quote that Miles Moro is known for that is die empty so like yeah. there's a lot that we carry in us and then it's we we owe i think we owe it to god we owe it to ourselves and other people who believe and have invested in us to to also mm. like express all that we have within us as much as we can so i think i think this is a part where i ask you that okay so how have, have you been, like practical ways you've been able to manage it like don't you feel overwhelmed sometimes like okay like maybe you get called to speak a lot and all that definitely but then are there times when you've like maybe had to decline because you know you were very busy because there's this part of yeah you can you know you can do it or you can have it all and everything like that but doesn't necessarily have to happen at the same time are there some things you've had to quit in the past so that you can focus on the things that you've realized um you're meant to do now Okay, so for me, first of all, I do anything I try to delve into. I am very, very so. There are so many things that there are so many other things I see that I would love to do, but I'm like, I ask myself, am I sure I want to continue to do this in the long run? If I ask myself and I tell myself no, I don't want to, mm. then I just let it go. So about the question, if I am sometimes overwhelmed, truth is yes. Because sometimes it feels like, oh Jesus, I don't even know what to do. I'm doing so much. Okay, should I drop this? Should I? But then it takes me back to my why and say okay Chine, why did you even start this in the first place why do you what did you, was it just because of the the, the money was it just was it just because um the <laughs> award or the or the hype thank you and my question my answer is no i did this because i wanted to do it i loved it i wanted to see impact i wanted to you know mm-hmm. feel that yes something with my life so so to want to drop those things that because for me I, I just see all those things as part of my life it's just like i'm first you know when you 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 tear a part of your skin off you see blood yeah so that's how i feel so if i anytime maybe i'm so overwhelmed and the thought of oh who sent me self why am i even doing this it feels like if i cut it off it feels like i'm cutting a part of my life away and the funny thing is i'm not doing as much as some people are doing <laughs> what am i even doing <laughs> organization I, I just started a business business is just one of the new things i just started interior designing and, and business then i'm not even doing so much so many people always think i'm oh china is very busy truth is there are some days that i'm on the bed sleeping i don't wake up early i told myself that no I, yeah i, I hear what you call it um, all these um, motivational speakers say oh you wake up at five you succeed i don't believe in that i believe in i sometimes yeah, I can you sleep. You go cool off sleep anyway. <laughs> I, love it, I, I don't wake up early. If I tell someone what, what time I wake up, they'll be shocked with how productive I am. So for me, 
the thing is so many people are very keen on oh i want to i want to have the social media presence let everybody know i'm doing something for me sometimes i go this year around i think february march i was off social media i was not doing anything i was not posting anything but yes my life was moving on i was doing all the things mm-hmm. i was doing was not on social media so for me I, i'm not doing these things because okay let me now put it i'm in my mind i'm doing these things for the right reason so whenever i'm overwhelmed i always go back to the drawing board asking myself mm-hmm. okay why was it because of the fame was it because of the hype or because i actually want to or because this is part of my life so it's very hard to want to say oh i want to drop so maybe all i need to, at that point is rest i'm like okay let me just rest so I cannot mm-hmm. take a social break, or I cannot decide to okay, maybe I should just go and have some fun. Maybe I need to travel to cool my head off. You know, maybe I've just been stressed from the plenty of things I've been doing. And by the time I come back, I come back strong, and I still do well. You understand? So yeah, truth is, there's nobody that will tell you that they are doing a lot of things that they don't get overwhelmed. That is a lie. You definitely get overwhelmed. But the thing is, the why, the reason why you said that thing, you know would propel you to either drop it or to either continue if you're starting for the wrong reason if, you, if your your reason is not right enough it doesn't gel with your spirit trust me you may as well just drop it because you are not even motivated because when i think of my why mm-hmm. it motivates me to even want to pick up new things and do mm-hmm. sometimes it, it gets really overwhelming but then for me thinking of why i started helps me a lot Mm. So I love how you keep going back to your why and everything. But then it's something that it's a bit cliche. <laughs> how do I explain it? You know, everybody's yeah. always doing like, know your why, find yeah. your why, start yeah. with why, find, yeah. you know, all those things. But then sometimes the why is not even so clear. You just have an inclination towards something. And then yeah. as you start, it gets clearer. And then you are able to say to, okay, this is my why. For like a personal story, for the first time, I, today was the first day I posted about my podcast. Like I had, I started a podcast yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. And when I posted that, um, rather than feel, even though I tried a number of things before and rather than feel like unfocused like oh okay esther is all over the place she had she had a blog she started writing content on ig now she came with a podcast she's this and that she's a medical lab scientist which one exactly is she doing but then i'm seeing it as okay i call myself the value adder and my ultimate goal is to like add value in whatever capacity i am so while my methods might change that is my house h-o-w-s my change at least my why has not changed so whatever thing i'm bringing out whatever new thing i'm bringing out tomorrow even if it's stamps i'm starting to sell amala (laughs) it still doesn't change so it took a long time coming to like settle on okay this is actually my why and then every other thing i do always just whether consciously or unconsciously comes back to that but then some people are just starting on that journey and you know there's no clarity yet or there's no definition and i feel like so many things might even change along the way so we shouldn't box ourselves into oh yes bam this is what i'm supposed to be doing in my life forever so any other thing is like a derailment or like straying from the path but then what would you advise people like that on 
who are confused about you know, finding their why before they start? Do you just tell them to go ahead and start or do they have to settle for so that later on they can have a reason to hold on to or what? How, how did you personally navigate that phase? Okay, so when people say find your why, it's always sounding like something that's technical or cliche, like you said. It is not that technical. The why is just as simple as why are you doing that thing? Okay, for example, maybe, um, let me think. Maybe, let, let me use the most simplest one. Why do you want to marry? Let me use that. So the thing mm-hmm. is, we decide that, okay, um, I'm 25 and that is what society expects from me or i'm done with university i'm done with everything i think marriage is next week. or my next friends all my friends me or maybe my parents are there must be everything if you want to start a business oh that business is flourishing well i think i should try it or ah, i need money and i think that if i start this business it will give me money or okay why are you going why do you want to go to school there, there must be a why reason is okay i i feel that if i go to school i'll be more um i'll be more respected I'll be more respectable in society. Or my parents are disowned mm-hmm. me that if I don't go, they will disown me. There must be an underlying reason why you're doing something. So mm-hmm. you are going to work every day. Why? Because you know that that job will give you ends meet. It may be that you enjoy it, which is not true for so many people. They don't enjoy it. It's just not that it's their paycheck they are waiting for at the end of the month. You know, mm-hmm. so there must be a reason okay. why you are doing something. So you, you, it's just that so many people just go ahead and do it. They don't, they don't, there's, there's a reason, but you know, most times you don't sit down and think, okay, why am I even doing this? You know, mm-hmm. so if you're very intentional and you want to start on the area, you go back and say, okay, let me even think back. Why do I want to do this? What's the point? If I'm doing this, what am, what do I stand to gain? So think about it now. We don't think about it in a very, like, you know, when they say find your purpose, everybody's looking for purpose up and down. Hey, my purpose. Up and down. <laughs> Inside tree. <laughs> is it in the gutter? Is it in the house? Is Something that is not lost. <laughs> it's just because of the way people have packaged it. It is as simple as why are you eating that food? The food looks nice. So I feel like eating it. Oh, because it's jollof rice. Jollof rice is my best food. It is just as simple as that. That is just your why. My why for starting interior design is because I love to see beautiful spaces and I love to make money and I feel that this business bring me money, one. Two, I love, to, I love to beautify spaces. I love to see before and after. And I'll be the one that, and I'll say, yeah, I did that. But I don't think your why is something that, oh, you have to start digging the ground to look for. No, 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 no. It's not that, it's not that hard. It is as simple as, why am I doing this? You answer. And you can, you, you, yourself is the only person you cannot deceive. You can deceive every other person. When you're deceiving yourself, use yourself. You know that I'm, I'm deceiving myself. So you can tell yourself truly that, okay, I'm doing this because of the money. Nobody's going to fight you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing this because nobody's going to beat you. So the main thing is sit down and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Immediately you ask yourself, the answer is right there. There's no need for you to dig mm-hmm. look for it or, or um, start reading books on it. I don't think it's that, it's that hard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank you very much for that. So again, to all my listeners, I'm a proud VHA member. And, <laughs> and yeah, on like on the platform level and also on like a personal level, we uh, Mamachi, we call her Mamachi in-house. You see the way she's talking now? <laughs> or you can hear the way she's talking. <laughs> so um you said something that about the fact that you love making impacts and all that and then you decide to create a platform for people like you 
to do that so um that's really beautiful because it speaks on your mindset to be you know that to create a conducive environment for other people to like thrive and also you know get access to opportunities to grow and also make impact themselves so um what has the the toughest thing be in this regard have you had things that of course you are still working on the why like you are still like handling vha and all that but what's like if you can give an example of times when you've had to like pivot like you know change your approach to certain things mm-hmm. with vha yeah okay so first off when, when vha started from the inception I already um, I'm someone that is very nice when I have to be and very strict when I have to be. And I understand that so many human beings are different. You have the good, you have the bad, you have the ugly, and it is not bad. This variety spice up life and it's not bad at all. So from the onset, I already laid down principles from the onset that yeah, this is a family of love, and if anybody does anyhow, 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 we're going to be so so mm-hmm. But then I also as much as I was saying, I remember tsunami sessions. <laughs> I also realized that I was dealing with human beings and they're not my children. They are like colleagues of mine. So at some point, I have to suffer down because I understand the fact that when people start realizing that, come, are we in a military regime? They may want to leave. So I made sure that I showed people that what I was doing was out of love and to ensure that the, the organization have what they call it now, um, a structure one, two. We have principles. We have code of conduct. You know. So at every point in time, I had to suffer out between being nice and being strict, being nice and being strict, and understanding like, they don't even have to be mutually exclusive. Like yes, 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 exactly. You know. So and at some point, I also got. I, I realized that man, I was doing this thing alone, and it was really burning me. I realized that I had to delegate. So at some point, I have to get leaders on board. And sometimes I don't even need to be the one to say some things. Leaders that are obviously volunteers among them say some things. I mean, I'm like, okay, thank God that I'm not the one that have to say it. So even as much as I was trying to be strict and all that, I tried to remove myself from the picture. So it's not be like, oh, it's about me. So I, I just let it be that okay, now we have leaders. Even leaders that can tell me, oh, Mamachi, you are doing wrong. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, oh, or I come so maybe we're supposed to have a program for five, and I come five thirty. I already know that people are going to bite me over there, so I'm ready. I'm getting my apology letter down. <laughs> no, that there are some people that I'm reporting for. Exactly. So the thing is, I already I made that system to be there as leader, so that it will be like it is not even it will be like so it will be that there is discipline. And the discipline cuts across everybody because I tell everybody as much as I said the organization, I'm 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 not I'm not a greater volunteer or a lesser volunteer. I'm just like everybody. I was just mm-hmm. I was just I just happened to to lead the team. I was just happy to be the one to start it. But then I'm just like everybody. So even when the leaders are talking, I don't sh- just stand up and say, "Oh, I'm the leader here. I must listen to me." No, I listen. And I go according to the rules. Why? Because I'm trying to show something. I'm trying to show them that, yes, leadership can also mean followership. For you to be a great leader, you must also be a great follower. Because you learn to lead by following. How? Mm-hmm. What's your leader? You see what they do. But if you are stopping, you're saying, what does it say? What 
you're not even listening. You, there's no how you have that skill of reading. So when you are following, you're looking, you're watching other people lead, you're saying, okay, I, I like this style. Okay, me, I'll not follow this style. Oh, I, I like the way he's treating people. Oh, no, 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 I don't like it. You know, you're following, you're keen, you're listening. It makes you understand when you get there, at that point of leadership, it makes you know how to treat people better. How to now say, oh, I was a follower. If someone does me like this, I don't think I would like it. Now, let me lead from that perspective. You understand? Mm-hmm. And it, what has been the the um, sometimes difficult moment for me? It's been the fact that I understand that I'm the leader, and I have to be successful. So people need to see that you, I'm a volunteer, but then I'm not a mediocre. I'm not. I'm not poor, and I'm not um, somebody that is just there. I'm someone that is actually leading the trail. Like people are seeing me, I'm blazing. People are seeing that no, China is not resting on her hours. She's doing this today. She's doing this tomorrow, and she's not just doing it because she wants to be seen. She's doing it because she has passion for life. She's doing it because she mm-hmm. has passion for excellence. So I know that I'm leading a lot of people, and one of the one of the hallmark of a leader is to have influence and you have influence when you are actually high up there doing big things people can say say, oh i want to be like her i want to be like him i want to be i want to do what she's doing and you know i feel that it it also makes people stay because in their mind they're like yeah if my if my leader can do this i can stay just ask her how she's done it i'm close to her it's easy that i'm in the family i can always reach her compared to the access is really really so for me one of my challenges too how can i be better i cannot rest on my hours i have to think of what next to do what other innovative thing can i do what else can i do to make these people feel that yes they have got a great leader that is always ready to push for 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 excellence so they can also learn because you know human beings see people like oh yeah i want to be like this person i want to be like this person i may not be high up there like all the big people but in my own corner i've always like sometimes when i'm when i'm stuck i'm like hey god People are watching me. People are at my back. I need to push. I would push. That will make people say, "Yeah, that's our leader. We want to. We want to. We're learning from her. We want but, to be like you when we grow up." <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> you know, like even when I was in school, I knew that I didn't have a choice than to graduate well because I didn't want people to see volunteers as mediocre. That oh, because she's volunteer mm. class or a, whatever. She had carryovers or she had an extra mm-hmm. year to do. So as I'm as I'm here, I'm not just being a leader. I'm also being someone that I, I I'm realizing I have to be very successful because mm. not just volunteers, but because of young people looking up. Okay, she's the same volunteer, volunteer. What are we even seeing say, from this volunteer? So I get mm. to tell myself, okay, because of this, 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 I volunteered here and trust me, I've been able to get so so and so and so and so. And before you know it, you are like, mm, true. See her life. She's not just mm. saying, actually doing. So that's as that, that's how it has been for me. Well, that's very beautiful, and I remember, <laughs> I remember that you always drum into our head, especially during exam period. We are yes, successful so. volunteers. We are successful <laughs> volunteers. <laughs> I see. What good can come out from VHA members? What less? <laughs> and it's true. And even some of the access and you know opportunities have enjoyed me. I always say this: it's either mm-hmm. from it has always been from volunteering, whether directly or indirectly. Either yeah. I got you know a fellow volunteer who shared the link 
and I was able to see it and apply or someone who helped out with editing my application or who wrote a recommendation letter for me or because I was able to show my track record that I volunteer a lot with the little I can do I've been like I've been doing the little I can do so when you give me this access and this platform and this resource be sure that I can do more and like doors have opened a lot so listeners if you feel like volunteering is just for jobless people who just like to do a car about it is not though hmm. i'm not saying be selfish and like go out to volunteer just because of these reasons actually have a mind to like you know contribute be positive be a positive part of a cause that you believe in and you know make impact to the world and like these are just the way we have collateral damage we have collateral benefits so these are positive side effects of volunteering so hmm. <laughs> and what you said about leadership you know there's someone that um and a GLSUI like licensee, uh, Mr. Boston Davis, he always says something that there's something you learn from leadership, like from observing leaders. You either mm-hmm. learn what to do or what not to do. So, your mm-hmm. example of, oh, if someone treats me like this, I wouldn't like it. So, I'm not going to treat someone else. And also, oh, I've learned this thing positive from this person. So, I am going to implement this when I'm also leading my own people and all that. But can we talk a bit about CM? It's it's enough like it's sweet to um you know talk about you know doing big things in the world and all those things. But when it comes to um starting something or quitting something when you have to, mm-hmm. because you know like it's good to like you know say you want to start you know take the plunge and all those things. But then there are times when the chance that you need to gather go. <laughs> It's towards, you know, putting an hand to something where you know, okay, it is high time to do this. Say, for example, the way you mental health people always say that, okay, everybody, the way I said you mental health people, always say that, you know, like maybe quit toxic relationships, leave toxic environment, even if it's a job that is sapping your mental health, you know, have difficult conversations and stuff like that. So are there times you've had to quit some things? and just you know like so that you can be the better for it at the end of the day and how did you do that like did it come to you as a light bulb moment or it was something that grew over time okay so for me uh, truth is when for me my, my own mantra is when anything is competing with my peace of mind i move on i i don't care what it is if it's bringing me money it's bringing i don't care my, once my peace of mind is at stake, I move on immediately from it. So for me, that is it. So um, I was working in a company from last year, last year November to January. This year, I called it. It was draining. <laughs> First of all, it was far from my house. I had to be in traffic for hours. One, two. Um, it the the, the the conditions were not just favorable. I had, I wanted to do so many things, but things I needed were not being provided. And every time we were not being provided, at the end of the day, I was being blamed for being like a wow. Jessica. And it was like, hey, God, I know this thing. I want to do this. I want to make these people know that they've got somebody. I tried, 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 made calls, did this. It didn't work. So I just told my husband, I said, I'm quitting. I'm like, hey, you can't quit. I'm like, this thing is stressing me. And I'm this kind of person that I believe that whatever I have to do, I need to do it with all my mind. I like work. I like working a lot. When it comes to work, I don't mind. I don't mind giving my sleep. 
I was I would do it to ensure that I come out with it excellently. That's the kind of person I am. So mm. it was affecting me more that I'm not giving my best here, and it's because things I need are not being provided. And I've tried to ask mm. and ask. They are being blamed for not doing a stellar job. Do you understand? So it was hurting me and it was making me every day I come back, I'll complain, 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 complain. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. what, what, am, I, am I working or, or is this a complaint uh, uh, business? Because I will go leave in the morning. I was, sometimes because of traffic, I will get to work late sometimes. Because of traffic, no matter how early I leave. Then when I'm done, coming back, I'll get home really late. Then I'm coming back, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, I'm talking, I'm coming out. I'm just looking at me and sorry. Okay, let's try this. Let, you know, so I had to just, I, I, sometimes I was like, okay, this is enough. I'm not doing it again. Now, please, let's just get over with this. I just told them, I'm, I, wrote, I dropped my, uh, my resignation letter. Yes. For me, that is it. Because I just feel, like I said earlier, we don't know how long we're going to be in this world. And I told myself that money would not be an attraction for my mental health or my peace of mind. No. So far, it is already dragging my peace of mind. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm complaining. I'm cranky because of that. I drop it. Or something is threatening me. Or I'm too stressed. I'm too stressed. And I think that size should be for everybody. I know that not everybody will have that kind of goodness because you know, not everybody's financial cap- um, capacity is same. People, if some people leave their job, they will starve. They won't have money mm-hmm. to pay their bills, which is understandable. But I am always telling people that as young people, you need to understand the fact that number one, you need to know when to draw the line because at the end of the day, if you die or if you you have some kind of sickness, that is stamina because of stress and all that, that work will go on. It will go on without no. emotion. Go, you know. So anything that is competing with your peace of mind, you can start thinking, what can I do else? So you can you can set a one year period for yourself where you put in another um, system where you're learning maybe a trade or a business, or you're trying to get another job because you understand the fact that that place you are you're not comfortable you're falling sick you're tired you're frustrated you're thinking of committing suicide once all those kind of things are coming to your mind please please and please start thinking of a quick strategy thinking of an mm. exit start thinking of okay what can i do you don't need to leave immediately you plan it oh if i live here if i get a job here if i start the business here how can i do? it may not be as much as this but at least i'll have my time to myself you know i'll, I'll be able to think straight so mm. for me, every, every everyone's even I don't want to know how that thing is there to me. I don't even want to know. Once if I say that even VHA, God forbid though, because I, I love VHA. If I say that it is holding my neck, I can just tell people, okay, please, guys, just give me a few. I, I need a break. I need to just be off for now. Because you guys handle it and everything. I go, I will mm. take that break. I don't want to care how much I value that thing. Because at the end of the day, what is important is me. What is making that thing relevant is the fact that I'm here, you know. So if I'm if I'm no more here, that thing goes on. But I've lost myself. I'm no more who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I, I when I went to an, an event, the person kept on hammering that you are the most you are the most important resource in whatever you're doing mm-hmm. because you hold the magic. Once you are sick or you are dead or you are handicapped or you are in the hospital or whatever, that thing. We may go on, but you that you're supposed to be making that thing get better, you're already off because of one or two things. So the question is, what would you rather do? Would you want it to go without you? Because it should definitely go on. To definitely go on. Maybe not mm. as you want, but to go on. So the question is, do you want to 
stay and be psychologically, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, fine. Great. You want okay. to just, just want to be managing. And then, hey, don't worry, I'll manage, I'll manage, I'll manage, I'll manage, I'll manage. And you keep managing, at the end of the day, you cannot manage again. You know, because at the end of the day, your body, your body is flesh. <laughs> and whatever happens, happens. So, you know, that so for me, I, I'm just very, very, I, even like, so I don't want to care to the latter, even to human beings. If I, if I perceive that someone I care about, a friend of mine, is giving me too much stress, I will just stop talking to you. I will just leave you alone. If you try to even come to me, I will just, you will just realize that I'm moving away from you. Because I just realized that the peace of mind is so important to me. It is something I do. I don't even joke with it at all. Once I perceive that you are giving me stress, bye. Shift. Shift. So, um, final words. What are you currently on and what, what are you looking at? Or what should we expect from you soon? Okay, so right now, I'm just, for me... <laughs> like my husband would say, Chine, you are taking your life as as life comes, you know. So, as much as I have so many big dreams, I really don't even like talking about them sometimes because I don't even know if there may be changes. It's all I told me, oh, Chine, you you'll be into interior design business from some four years ago. And after the person, are you dreaming me? No, 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 I don't do all this. So, for me, I'm just taking life as it comes. Some people say, ah, oh, how can you say that? Anywhere, Belefis and all that. Like, yeah. I'm just taking life as it's come. I all what I know is I want to be successful and I also want to make impact, lasting mm. impact. But when I'm here again, people are basking in that euphoria of the impact I've laid down in life, you know. So that is what's important to me. And I'm I'm just starting my interior design business. I am I know that by God's grace it would go far. You know, and VHO, yes, we have so many plans. Yes, so <laughs> every other thing is just to you know get the get the money but what gives me fulfillment is seeing young people come out and become great and serving their community and doing great things making nigeria better for all of us so for me it's my core and i would never want to exchange that for anything in this world you know so um for me i'm just taking life as it comes i'm open to new things. I'm not even rigid at all. I'm very open-minded, ready to learn. If someone tells me, oh, Chine, I think you should try to start learning data analysis. I'm, I'm going to still learn it. I will sit down, learn it, and thrive in it. That's what you I <laughs> As life is, li- life is, life has given us so many options. It's just for us mm-hmm. to pick around with and them. And leverage so, on them. Yes. Yeah. So that, that, is, that is it for me. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on the show. I'm really, really, really excited that you joined us and I'm waiting for the feedback from people on, yeah, learn design, learn design, because definitely they're going to be coming and this was really fun. Thank you. Talking to you and stuff like that. So listeners, there you have it. Um, Chineye Adeleye, aka Mrs. A, aka Mama Chi. Thank you very much for sharing. And um, if you enjoyed this episode and you picked one or two values from this, please, please, please 
do well to you know share with your friends don't be selfish now and also join us for the next um episode of this same series i remain your host esther opone and this is still the value cafe with esther thank you very much and see you next time bye bye